Welcome to the 45th episode of the Toledo Matters Podcast. With you, as always, is your host, Bob Tucker, your co-host, Danny Woodcock, and myself, Nathan Lewis. Uh, yeah, welcome, everybody. Welcome to the Mildreds of the World. This is the... <laughs> we have with us today Sarah Fulton of Gather Toledo. Uh, and Great organization. Yeah, yep. it, it's an interesting kind Do of new organization. Very good. I was cool surprised stuff. to learn that like she basically does the Did, whole yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, which I was sounds like, like oh, a lot a, of work. It sounds like an, like an organization like usually has like a team of people doing yeah. what she does. So yeah, it's and, pretty and, amazing. And you know, we, we, you know, I guess we kind of know a little bit of having day jobs and doing something. You're right, <laughs> right. I don't feel like we do as many emails as she does. Yeah, <laughs> which one true. of us has the day job? <laughs> well, all three of us have. I day have a jobs. day job. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. All, All right. right. Well, so we get up uh, to what we got up to. Yeah, I've just been doing Halloween nonsense. Yeah, Halloween. I went on a road trip that doesn't have anything to do with Toledo. But before I went on the road trip, I went to Danny's downtown 419 Halloween extravaganza. Oh, the studio audience was there. They loved it. It was awesome. It was uh, amazing. I got that... drunk. Okay. <laughs> Let's calm down, mate. <laughs> An empty warehouse, the Wonder Bread warehouse was filled. Uh, it was the, cool, man. The bird's eye view circus hanging from the rafters doing their aerial very, acrobatics very was entertaining. so cool. Muha Costume time killed content. it oh, big yeah. time. DJ Sharkbait. Oh, is he, back to, is he back to Sharkbait now? He's, you know, he just, he doesn't I, know what he's doing. <laughs> he doesn't know how to name himself, but he knows how to, knows how to spin them records. He's great. He <laughs> doesn't spin consistent branding on the Chum Bucket name. <laughs> it was great. Um, it Shout was out fun. to your friends in the Bob Ross and the Happy Tree costume winning the Halloween yep. costume contest. That homemade, homemade Bob Ross and the Happy Tree yep. took it, took it all. Nice. And shout out to anyone else who's at the uh, Walleye game this past weekend where we crushed the Kalamazoo K-Wings. We got seats right behind the away team's bench, so the whole time I'm like peeking my head through, just chirping at him. (laughs) 23, stay on the bench, you bum. (laughs) Yeah, it was a good time. Yeah. Walleye games are fun. If you've never been to one, you should go to one. Uh, I don't know if you guys have been to downtown recently, but it's looking real holiday spirited. Really? It's not even Thanksgiving. It's kind of... I mean, let's just settle the debate here. Thanksgiving, not a real holiday. We can skip it. It doesn't have any themed music, (laughs) barely any themed decorations. Doesn't count. Let's get the Christmas trees out. Bring on the presents. I need the Michael Buble Christmas album going. I feel very strongly. Michael Buble, really? Sure, it's an easy go to. Put it on repeat and set the mood. I have that on vinyl, just just for the record. (laughs) But I like Thanksgiving food. Oh man, I mean Thanksgiving food yeah. is is good stuff. I will call it average and move on to Christmas. <laughs> well, you overcook your turkey is what's going on there. I don't cook. You've well, never had you you've never had one of my deep fried. <laughs> All right, we're getting way butter off. injected turkeys. So you uh, have me. Mm-hmm. You Speaking had me. You got me at butter injected. <laughs> Speaking of holidays, we just had Halloween, and did you guys ever do trunk or treats as a kid? I did not. No. no. This is like a new thing, or at uh, least new apparently. to me. It's all over town, though. It's insane. Like, we went to like three or four trunk or treats before yeah. the actual trick or treating on Halloween. Explain. So, you go to a, it's a, a tailgate par- with yeah, trick or treat. Yeah, you go to a parking oh, lot okay. where everybody opens their trunks Heck and they. Yeah. They decorate the trunks with hmm. Halloween decorations. I mean, kids this go sounds, around. sounds real sketchy creepy. to me, dude. This sounds a bit creepy. <laughs> and the kids go around and say trick-or-treat, and they get they get candy, just like they're going trick-or-treating. I get Only it, yeah. there's there's very little distance between right, cars. Right, you don't get to walk along. It's way more efficient if you're aiming at, mm-hmm. you know, walk, distance walk to candy game. In general, though, teaching your kids to take candy from strangers' well, trunks is probably not well, great. Well, put that aside. <laughs> I, I mean, the bigger thing is... The only I, guy I with am, kids. Put that aside. I am out of my ears of candy now. I mean, it's just right. It's just it's they, it's like it's just like with the internet. They've come up with all new ways to get candy on Halloween. Plus, when yeah. I was a kid on Halloween, 
you trick or treated on Halloween. That was when you trick or treated. Yeah. Now oh. it's nine days Man. of trick or treat. You can go to different neighborhoods for nine days and trick or treat. Well, yeah. well, plus the trunk or treating stuff. Right. Anyway, never ending stream so, of candy. Yeah, which I guess is a good problem to have. I guess but now I'm eating not my for, kids' not candy. Not for parents. And, yeah. Yeah. There was a couple vans going through the old orchard neighborhood, just driving, stopping, hitting oh, yeah, up the yeah, yeah. stop, getting back in the van and driving. We get nothing wrong with that. That is cheating. <laughs> yeah. That is uh, unfair to the children uh, on foot, and I don't I like used it. To, I used That's to how live you maximize in Colorado. your yield. Man. We would we would we would walk for miles in between houses in Colorado <laughs> yeah. in the snow with no parent supervision. Oh, okay. Up, uphill both oh, okay. ways. Yeah, was, <laughs> back in my day. <laughs> it's true that like yeah, getting bussed around in like a big truck. It's not fair. Yeah. It's cheating. Anyway. Those kids uh, should have their candies removed. All right, guys. Well, we're going to get to this. So please go to iTunes. And if you do like the show, leave a leave a positive review. And uh, Or if you don't like it still, we'd appreciate it. Right. <laughs> Better if you like it, leave a review. Um, and you can find us on all the social medias at Toledo Matters, uh, except for Twitter, because he will not let up the Twitter handle. Um, but <laughs> other than that, thank you very much for listening. All right. Without further ado, here's Sarah Fulton. With us today, we have Sarah Fulton. Hi, Sarah. Hey. Welcome. And Sarah, you... Oh, there's our live studio audience. <laughs> they love uh, the guests. Yeah. And, and Sarah, you do something really interesting uh, called Gather Toledo that we're going to talk about. But yes. uh, before that, I want to hear a little bit about who you are. Um, are, are you from the area? Yeah. So I am born and raised in Toledo, Ohio. Woo. Um, grew up in the North End. Yeah. I survived. Here I am. <laughs> um, I actually transplanted to Pittsburgh. For about um, almost four years, I was a family therapist there, um, working with teens um, who were at risk for being removed out of their home. Um, and it was time for me to come back. Yeah. So here I am again. Um, I've worn many hats here in Toledo. I've been um, a preschool teacher downtown. Um, I've worked in mental health case management and... Um, early intervention with children just being diagnosed with developmental disabilities. And now I work with adults with developmental disabilities at the Lucas County Board of DD. So I'm Very here. Cool. Yeah. Um, in those different hats that I've worn, I've met a lot of different immigrant families, refugee families, and I kind of identified that there are some social programs in Toledo available to them. Um, totally necessary, awesome groups of people doing great things in Toledo. But that whole, the social piece um, that I was running into is that different families weren't really having opportunities to meet new friends, um, build those friendships and those lasting connections that really make them feel a part of the Toledo community. And that's kind of where my story starts. Okay. Well, you, you did a great lead in there. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> did you go to school uh, around here? Yeah. So I went to University of Toledo. I um, represent. Yep. <laughs> rep in UT for early childhood education. Okay. Um, love UT. Go Rockets. Um, however, it was not really my time and place to stay in Toledo after I graduated, so mm -hmm. that's why I transplanted yeah. to Pittsburgh. So um, you, you identified this this need for for immigrants to have a social connection with their community. Mm -hmm. uh, what what did you do about it? So it was about this time last year. I imagine what time that was. Um, 
I went to a meeting with a group of people in Toledo um, who were forward thinking, um, different activists, people um, fighting for social justice in the area called Toledo Area Progressives. It was our kickoff meeting, um, didn't really know what to expect, um, showed up, and I met a group of people in a focus group who wanted to do different things for um, minority groups, um, refugees and immigrants in Toledo. And I met a couple awesome people there. Um, we kind of um, bounced ideas off of each other, but not, didn't really identify anyone to really spearhead a program here in Toledo. And I have a lot of time on my hands. Well, I like to be creative. And um, I said, let's just do it. You yeah. know, let's run with it, see where it goes, see what response from the community we get, and we'll see what we do. So um, we started Gather Toledo. It is a volunteer-led organization. Um, our mission is to provide opportunities for refugee families and immigrant families to build that connection, that friendship with already standing Toledo community members. So we do that in a very um, intimate setting um, in someone's home. Um, what's more personal than inviting someone to your home? So um, we kicked it off on Facebook. and um, when, said, when was this? How long ago did this start? This was December of 2016 is when we officially kicked it off. Okay. So starting in January, from January to, oh man, probably right up until Ramadan, um, I had a dinner every single Saturday night. Man, it was some good food. <laughs> However, um, I was just so overwhelmed with joy of the response from the community. So what our mission was is to get community members to volunteer their homes, their time, to prepare a meal for a refugee or immigrant family. I would gather their contact information and match them with a family of like um, ages, children, um, and we kind of just went from there. Yeah. And it was awesome. Um, the families were so responsive. The refugee and immigrant families were so thankful um, even just to have the opportunity to meet someone new and really feel welcomed in a city. Um, a lot of these families, um, the stories that I know, um, they're, they're so resilient. However, there's a lot of trauma and um, just so much that they're dealing with that even one night to be able to laugh and mm -hmm. eat delicious food yeah. was was a great opportunity for them. So Yeah. So um, how, how do you find the i guess the refugee or the immigrant families to do this sure so i actually am a volunteer english as a second language teacher um through an organization called water for ishmael and mm. um the most of the families that are involved in gather toledo i know through water for ishmael they're a great organization um they are focused on esl classes for women children and men um through that, my students, um, I've invited them. I feel that with outreach and social programs in the area, it's very important to have some type of connection first to really let them know they're welcome, invite them, and then further expand um, different connections and friendships that they can build. So yeah. a lot of them have been my students. Yeah. Um, it's been really awesome. Now, my family had uh, hosted one of these dinners, and I think... 
they they were students of yours too. Yeah. Yeah. It was a a family of you know two parents and was it five kids? Yes, it of, was yeah, one of our kids. biggest wow. dinners. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah, it, it was well, and you had like there was another family yeah, from there, Toledo too. So you another, had like 15 yeah. people in your house, right? Yeah, plus you and your husband. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it was it was a good time. But. It was a great time and actually um Bob, your dinner that you guys had was one of my favorite stories that I've retained from Gather Toledo. So <laughs> what's your son's name again? Marcus. Marcus. Oh, my bang, goodness. Bang, bang, shot. <laughs> That's him. <laughs> so Marcus, at the end of our dinner, we were all gathering our coats and our purses, and we were going to walk out the door, and um, Kristen said that Marcus had something he wanted to say to everybody. Um, and, and it was, he wanted you to tell him a ghost story. Right? <laughs> that's, that's the usual thing it is, but no, that wasn't it. No. So this little young man, um, with this big heart, he looked around at all of us, all 15 of us <laughs> and said, um, that it was so important that we love each other. Aww. And I'm like, I almost started crying. I'm like, you gotta be strong, Sarah. Like, um, one of the cutest <laughs> things, and I, even the the father of that family, like he mentioned that to me later, how yeah. adorable that was. And this is what we're about. Like, way yeah. to go, Marcus! You represent Gather <laughs> Toledo. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know that's what we thrive for. That regardless of politics, religion, that we just provide opportunities to love one another. Yeah. Sure. Um, and way to go, Marcus. Yeah. Good. Good on him. <laughs> And uh, the the the, ref job. the refugee immigrant families that that you have, what are their demographics? Where are they mostly from? Sure. Mm -hmm. So we have a lot of refugees from Syria right mm -hmm. now, with everything going on over there, um, from Aleppo and Homs. Um, we do have some individuals from Brazil. We have some families from Iraq. Um, that's primarily kind of where we've been working out of. Um, and again, Gather Toledo is not just for refugees, but immigrants sure. as well. Yeah, um, yeah. However, our primary demographics are refugees just because of the um, the nature of the demographics of where I'm getting them from as well. So, And then over the summer, you guys had a, a pretty cool event. We got everybody together. Why don't you talk about that? Yeah. So we had our first um, picnic in the park. It was at Wildwood. Oh, was that? Good choice. Oh, just kidding. It was yeah, at Oak yeah. Openings. Yeah. <laughs> uh, still a good choice. Yes. So yeah. great choice. So um, again, another funny story about that. I'm like all nervous picnic in the park first time ever. And there's like no one there. <laughs> and I'm like, we have all of this food. So oh. it's like an hour and a half later. Yeah. I get a call on Facebook from you can call people on facebook that's yep. a thing i think it's really weird but <laughs> and they're talking arabic to me and i know very i know like basic like very little arabic conversation and i'm like i don't understand you yeah so 10 minutes later i see a horde of like 30 people walking <laughs> around the pond because we were right at mallard lake yeah right and they're yelling at me and they're laughing and they're waving their hands well apparently when they pulled into the park there was a baby shower Toledo, if this was your baby shower, I'm sorry, <laughs> um, because this horde of 30 Arab men <laughs> showed up to the baby shower. <laughs> and they're like, where is Miss Sada? Where, where did she go? So that was funny. Um, but yeah, they came and it was open to community members, yeah, anyone yeah. who was interested in what Gather Toledo was about. And um, a lot of the families that have participated over the last year, um, Really, it was like what we do in the homes for dinner parties, but just on a larger scale, just to celebrate this year and how far we've come. Um, 
celebrate mm-hmm. the responses of the Toledo people. And so, how many different families or dinners have you have you done so far? Oh man, if you had a guess, math. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just um, to get a sense. Ballpark. Of, yeah, ballpark probably like thirty-five to forty. Awesome! Wow. Um, nice. we recently actually um coming up, we are having a um, opportunity with Corpus Christi. Um, their Pax Christi group is more of like an outreach sure. um, program. Yeah. They wanted to start doing reoccurring Gather Toledo lunches for families at their um, door location. Um, we've had different like opportunities come up. Um, however, with these families, what I've run into is the the patriarchs of the family mm-hmm. are usually um, some of the only ones that are driving. So they're driving their their parents, the children, the mothers to school, to doctor's appointments. So oh, it wow. is hard to do reoccurring things, even though we've had a lot of offers to sure. do that, yeah. which is phenomenal. Yeah. Um, but kind of just that more intimate setting is, is what we focus on yeah. in the home. And if somebody wanted to get involved and host a family, host a dinner, what should they do? So um, check us out on Facebook. We have a Facebook um, at Gather Toledo. Um, There is a Google Doc form on our Facebook page to fill out a response. Um, If you can fill fill that out, that would be so beneficial to me. Um, I run everything. However, (laughs) um, you can also message me directly on Gather Toledo. Um, That message will go straight to me. I've had some people that would just prefer to talk. So, and and I talk for a living, so I'm a social (laughs) worker. So you can call me, we can hash things out. Some people have a lot of questions, even though I send out like a frequently asked question sheet. Sometimes it's just more helpful to talk in person. So check us out, fill out the form. I'll contact you and we'll get something scheduled. So do you guys help with like the type of food that would need to be prepared or could be prepared and all that type of stuff? Yeah, so the the food, um, depending on the family that um, we match you up with, um, typically it's halal if the sure. family is Muslim. So we give you guys a list of some different um, delis in the area, meat markets that provide halal meat. Right. Um, or we, if they don't want to be that adventurous, um, you can do a vegetarian meal or a seafood mm-hmm. meal. But even though I love seafood, I tend to stay away from that because then it's like a fishy dinner. <laughs> right. Like yeah. who wants to do that? Well, and also... <laughs> easier foodborne illness type yeah, thing. Right. I mean, isn't uh, Lebanese food is usually prepared halal, correct? Um, Mediterranean, right. Lebanese, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, we have plenty of that around, that's for sure. Oh yeah, Middle East Market is amazing if you haven't been yes. there. It's Sedan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, yeah. so. What did you guys make, Bob? We bought stuff from Sedan. <laughs> yes, you did. It was amazing. <laughs> Which, yeah, makes it so easier. We didn't have to worry about cooking for 15 people's a lot. Yeah. The pictures or, made yeah. it look like a home cooked meal. So, hats <laughs> You're off welcome, to Bob. You guys. Yeah, You're Bob, welcome. Bob did <laughs> take it out of the boxes and put it onto plates and make it look like it came <laughs> oh, out. Oh, yeah. Of the it oven. was in like a prep bowl and everything. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I, I think we also grabbed a couple of other things from Tiger. He filled, uh, the, tiger he filled the, the sink with dirty yeah. dishes to make it look like he had just <laughs> cooked all this food. I do want to say, too, that um, we've had a more formal dinner like we had at your house, Bob. Um, but we've also had really informal things where we're just chilling on the couch, talking, drinking tea, coffee, and like coffee cake. Um, yeah. It yeah. can be anything. Sure. Um, I've had some people say like, I live in an apartment. I don't have this space. I love what you do. 
Like, is there anything what we can do? I even offered like, hey, let's go meet up at Wildwood and sit at a picnic table. Sure, like, yeah. Like, let's just talk. And, you know, if anyone is willing or if anyone wants to just make a friend or show that you care, right? Um, hit me up, you know, contact yeah. me. We'll, we'll find some type of... Because it's not really that they need a meal. It's that they need some kind of connection to yes. the community and just getting, getting kind of adjusted and all that mm-hmm. type of stuff. Yep. Yeah. Very cool. Do you have any other like funny stories or interesting stories from doing this? Um, yeah. Actually, Amir from your house. Sure, yeah. Um, do you remember the donkey? The donkey. Okay. Oh boy. So, you have to refresh. I may, I may once you start. You don't talking, remember oh the donkey? How do you not remember the donkey? <laughs> yeah. It's the best. So Amir um and his family, we were at Bob's house and um he is one of my students and he has done phenomenal with his English skills. Um, however, um, just like if it was me and I, you know, I'm a grown adult. If I was learning a different language, I would have hiccups from time to time, even <laughs> though my confidence was through the roof, like, like my buddy Amir's is. Um, we were sitting there around the dinner table and he was telling us that in Iran, where he's from, that he rides a monkey. Oh, it was Sudan, Whoa. wasn't it? Oh, yes, it was Sudan. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. You're right. Bob, I'm, you're so smart. <laughs> he rides been a, a monkey? He rides a monkey. So he's telling all of us at the dinner table how he rides this monkey. Like a gorilla? No, like a monkey monkey. <laughs> and I'm like, Amir, like, I don't really know about that, man. Like, are you sure? And he's like, adamant, I ride the monkey. You, you yeah. ride the monkey. I'm like, I ride no monkeys. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, his wife starts laughing. And she's just like, Amir, you mean donkey. Donkey. <laughs> so throughout these dinners, um, you know, the, the language barrier can sometimes be an issue. But then you also find stories like Amir and his monkey that... <laughs> like bring it in. Um, we do rely a lot on different translators and interpreters in the community on um, which if anyone is interested, we do have a list of um, tons of different languages of people who would be willing to volunteer. Um, but if anybody is willing to help out in any capacity, please send us a message, send me an email, um, hit us up on Facebook. We can always use more of those. Typically, we invite a um, interpreter. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. interpreter or translator. I always get those mixed translator, up. Translator, I guess. Yeah, yeah one yeah. is verbal, one is written. Yeah. Um, but usually, we invite them to the dinners if the family's um, English skills aren't as um, proficient, and um, they help with translating. So. Um, that's gotta be a busy night for them. (laughs) Yes. But there have been times where, um, something has come up. I mean, these are other people's lives too. I'm coordinating like three, four, sometimes groups of people's schedules where they don't show up. And I'm like, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, Google translate is awesome. (laughs) So there've been times where I've just sat there at the dinner table and I've gone back and forth with families using Google translate and my very basic conversation skills. And, I leave starving. <laughs> you should send a, send something to Google. Maybe they'll send you like a bunch of Pixel 2s with the headphones that'll yeah, do the real-time translation. I was looking into those because um, I was like, I will drop whatever type right. of money that is for that because <laughs> yeah. that would change my life. But the ones that I looked at like months ago, um, I don't know if it was the Google one, but it didn't have Arabic. It was like huh. it was like Mandarin and right. like Spanish uh, or something. Right. Well, I'm sure they'll... It'll come. I'm sure they're slowly adding all of the I can't languages. Wait. <laughs> Arabic might be a tough one just to 
just yeah. the translation is probably very difficult. And it is because it very much depends on what re- what region the family's from. Right. Um, I have to specify that when I'm looking um, for translation as well. Um, even though they can get the gist of it, we want the families to be able to feel comfortable and right, right. Um, and the communication is like the whole point. So if you can't if you can't interact, they're kind of kind of losing the the social part of the whole thing. I right. can confirm the Google Buds have Arabic in they them. They do. Yes. Way to go, Google. <laughs> yeah, you should. They should definitely. They'll send you some free stuff. So tell them what you're doing, and they should. They'll send you a whole pack of them. <laughs> if not, they tell them Nate sent. You. And make sure that yeah. <laughs> Nate, Nate <laughs> has te- a connection. I'll test Google, them yeah. for you if you need help testing them. Awesome. <laughs> well, one thing we like to do in our studio is play a little Toledo Matters trivia. Ooh. So today you are going home with a wonderful prize sponsored by Actual Coffee. This roast is called the Ethiopia Sadama Ardi. It was roasted, as you can see, yesterday, so it's nice and fresh wow. coffee. Danny, give yourself a clap for pronouncing the coffee right. There <laughs> you go, buddy. Only took 45 episodes, hey, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you know, is this 45? All right, great. So uh, today's trivia is going to be focused. You get this nice coffee mug. And Ooh, a nice, nice coffee mug. Thanks, guys. With our wonderful logo. But Thanks, you have to get Jacob. the questions right, so don't get too excited. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. We'll All right, see what here we, we can go. Do. There's only four questions. Okay. One, two, three, and then a bonus. Right? Bring it. Number one. Uh, these are all about restaurants. Restaurants. Oh, yeah. boy. Uh, well, I guess the but second one's a bar. Anyway, <laughs> number one, which local restaurant features delicious menu items such as the Bang Bang Tacos, Citrus Brussels, and a whatever bubble tea? Bang Bang, bang Sauce. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, there's a bang, hint. Bang, there's a new sauce. one coming downtown very soon. I know what it is. It's on the corner of Central mm-hmm. and... Mm-hmm. Um, Time's uh, up. Oh. Balanced grill. Yes. You get half a point for knowing yep. where it was. Okay. okay. Location <laughs> matters. Half, one, one half. That's my exact order, by the way. Um, question number two. This one comes from Nate. What is the name of the longtime jazz club downtown that closed in 2011? The one that often featured the UT Jazz Band. I've also been there. <laughs> Can you give us the location of this one? Yes, it's like down the creepy stairwell. Yeah, <laughs> yep, she, knows. Right. <laughs> she knows. And then... <laughs> it was named after the person who ran it, who was also a jazz musician. Um, He's a piano player, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's okay, I didn't All right, well, that. that's two half Murphy's. points. A Murphy's Place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Two half See, points. I knew all of these. That's things. one we're point ha- total. One full point. We're getting there. <laughs> yes. uh, question number three. This venue first opened its doors as a hotel in 1859 between downtown and middle grounds and now features three different restaurants and bars. The Radisson. Uh, nope. Oh. The Oliver House. With oh. Monty Bay, uh, oh. what's down there? I was thinking Black of the Rose. new rooftop bar in the Radisson. Yeah. And there That's is, there is actually three the bars in the Radisson. Renaissance. Yep. Ah. The Heights. key was between downtown and middle. That bar is called the Heights, and it is uh, on fleet. Did I get it right? <laughs> on fleek. <laughs> oh, shit. But good I did it wrong again. Their Our service guests knew, but pretty, <laughs> Service leaves a little to be desired. Anyway, the bonus question, number four, wrapped in a mural namesake. The downtown restaurant is one of Toledo's oldest and is known for its delicious greasy burgers. Superhero. Think superhero. It's a big painting all around the building. The Green Lantern? Yeah! yeah. Alright! All right. Yes! Nice job. Congratulations. Job. Pulled it out on the bonus <laughs> <Yep>. question. <laughs> that makes a whopping total of two. I think you get a prize. Yeah. Yes! Oh, yeah. That's a good. Great job. <laughs> Well, thanks for playing our trivia. And and one other thing we like to do with our guests is we like to ask you if you know of any hidden gem in Toledo that you'd like to share. This is something that you think not enough people know about. 
And obviously, Gather Toledo is yeah. the hidden yeah. gem. But, Number one. Yep. <laughs> um, can I list it? Well, okay. You can say more than one. Yeah. 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 This is a free base. Well, here's the thing. I live in Delta. Okay. So, Northwest Ohio counts. Northwest yeah, Ohio. Sure. Okay. So, number one, Calvino's. Um, that is, if you guys don't know about Calvino's, it's in Cricket West. It's right by my oh, house. Yeah. Yeah, Calvino's yeah. is okay. amazing. Yep. Okay. Definitely. Amazing. Um, we actually mm. had um, a dinner there out in the community this past weekend. Um, amazing food. Yeah. They um, have the strombolis. Oh, yes. they're so good. Did you say stromboli? <laughs> so amazing. We got to so, wrap this up. Calvino's is one of my favorite. Um, and Mail Pouch Saloon in Haskins. Wait, what's that? Ooh. I don't know what that is Ooh. at all. Okay, yeah. so Mail Pouch Saloon in Haskins, they just opened a second location in Swanton. They actually have like the swinging swings at the bar that oh, you can sit whoa. on. Amazing, <laughs> amazing food. If you want a greasy burger, um, hit up the Green Lantern first, then go to Mail Pouch Saloon. <laughs> okay, or you know, one day one, one day the other. Yeah, yeah. probably don't want to do two in the same day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's one of my favorite. Okay, no, that's spots. a good one. I like yeah, that. that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, thank you, Sarah. Uh, we appreciate you being on the podcast, and everybody should check out Gather Toledo. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you for coming out. Thanks, guys. All right, everyone, thank you so much for joining us on the 45th episode of the Toledo Matters podcast. Danny, take us out. For more information on Sarah and Gather Toledo, visit facebook.com slash gather Toledo. The Toledo Matters podcast is always recorded out of the magnificent recording studios of Waveflow Media. For your audio engineering and recording studio needs, check out waveflowmedia.com. A huge thank you to the Toledo Matters Trivia Prize sponsor, Actual Coffee. For the finest in actual coffee, freshly roasted, visit actualcoffee.com. Another thank you to our fabulous designer, our logo. Much of the branding package you see was created by Jacob Parr. For more of his incredible work, please visit jacobparr.design. Additional social media support for the Toledo Matters podcast comes via Peacock Social. Check out peacocksocial.com. And you can always get more information about this show and a map of the hidden gems that our guests have mentioned at toledomatters.com. And thank you, Toledo, for tuning in and making Toledo matter. Until next time, we wish you well.